Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. Wow, it's so good to be at church this morning. I, um, I'm so blessed by, uh, by Matthew, you know, the guy here who does the website. Now, Matthew, of course, also sits in the back. Everybody look around and look at Matthew next to my son, Jonathan, and he, can, he runs uh, the whole PowerPoint thing. So he makes the worship look good with all the different things he does. He also looks, makes me look good. Uh, and, and Catherine, whoever's preaching here, because we send all, everything to him. And then he puts everything on PowerPoint and finds pictures and stuff like that. So he does an awful lot of stuff in the church. So let's give it up for Matthew and also my son Jonathan. All the sound and all the production of this today. Well, welcome to Vision Day 2018. What a great day this is. The farmers are so happy and I'm happy too because I'm planting a new garden, some things there. And so I was last night watering the stand there, you know, watering and watering. You know, I thought I can do better things in my life. But it is very, you know, ther- therapeutic. But I don't have that much time. So I was standing, you know, with the stand. But today God is just pouring it down. So I'm so, so happy. You know, this is really a new day. It is actually very exciting because we are making history today. Right? Tonight we're going to have a, a first night service. Now I know we've had many services and our, uh, different uh, guest speakers and this and that throughout the years. But today we commit ourselves to another service. Is everybody excited about that? Come on. This is so exciting. So we're making history. After nine years we're making history. Did you know that we are, it's our birthday. Did you know that? Yeah, it's kind of like in the middle of the week, so we're going to celebrate it next week because we've got so much to celebrate today that we thought we're not doing it today. It's actually on Thursday, the 15th, is our ninth birthday. Ninth birthday. Isn't that amazing? God has been so good, and we are so enjoying, well, I am anyway, so enjoying this journey together. Are you enjoying our journey together? Man, God has been so faithful to us, and Jesus is building his church, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. It tries to push it away, but it's just not possible. Not possible. The king of glory is marching in throughout history, and he's making his story manifest into the earth until every person has heard the gospel. So, man, isn't that amazing? I'm, I'm very excited about this. You know, we're on the winning team. I'm glad I'm on the winning team. You know, it's like one of those times, sometimes, you know, when you watch those, those isn't it amazing, you know, you, you ha- like you, you haven't seen a particular game, remember? And, you, and, you, and, you, and you, so you haven't seen, but you know they've won, but it's still very exciting in the game. You still sometimes bite your nails. You know already, they already won, you know, but still sometimes the game is kind of, it's a bit like that, you know. We already know we're on the winning side. We are wrong. Jesus has won. We already know what's going to happen, and then he's won the victory, and he's going to see his purposes fulfilled in the earth, right? But as we go along, you know, there's moments, isn't it? And uh, he calls us to, uh, to be on board. But, man, we go from faith to faith, strength to strength, glory to glory. <laughs> it is just amazing. More presence in our lives, more power, all kinds of things. The love we talked about last week, peace, new levels of breakthrough, authority, all kinds of stuff that God is doing in our lives. Now, 18 months ago, we moved into this facility. It's only 18 months ago. And um, we, kind of, we kind of moved from a uh, Sunday church, Sunday morning only church, to a 24-7 church. So everything changed because we had this, we were the sandwich board church. You know, in Holswell, we had the school and kind of the sandwich board appeared on Sunday morning and there's a church and then in the afternoon they're gone again and the church is, is gone. 
And so, but now we've been established here and God is building this base for his ministry. Tonight is all part of building the base because God wants us to impact this city. Amen? Amen. Very exciting. So it's our ninth birthday and nine, nine is actually wonderful. In, in the Bible, nine talks about divine completeness. It, it's when Jesus, when he died, it was the ninth hour. And so the completeness of a complete work that he did, it was a finished work. Nine is a beautiful, beautiful number. Also, nine is the number of divine will. That's awesome, isn't it? Your will be done. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Very much part of our vision, part of our passion is your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His, there's so much part of our passion. Also, Nine is the number of fruitfulness. You know, the nine gifts of the Spirit and the nine fruit. It's actually one fruit, love, which expresses itself in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, and all that stuff. So it is basically the fruit of the Spirit. And of course, we want to be fruitful. Fruitful is one of the most wonderful things and the highest calling that we have as Christians uh, around the globe. Now, uh, a few years ago, before that we had the building, but nothing was in the building. It was still an old warehouse. And we had two people come and prophesy over this place. Now, one of the things I want to say to you is that we want to be led in this church by the Holy Spirit, not by good ideas that Catherine has or I have or anybody else has in this church. Yes, God inspires us, but we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And so we're always sensitive uh, f uh, for, for prophetic voices from outside, from international people who come into this place, from our own prophetic people into this place because we want to hear what God is saying. There's safety in this there's beauty in this, and there's a lot of power in this stuff. So Patricia King, a couple of years ago, she had a beautiful prophecy here. And I'm going to just repeat it again because it's just so amazing. Because it's being fulfilled as we speak. She prophesied it, but then it's being fulfilled as we go. She says, I see an apostolic center. When Catherine and I were walking with her in this place, there was nothing there. Not beautiful. It was just the warehouse. Uh, and, uh, and there's a shift, he says, she says, because you have cultivated the house, the family, which is awesome. And this will fit inside a much bigger vision as we step into this much bigger vision. That's why you need this facility, and we already know that. But then she says something very interesting. There will be training, empowering, and mobilizing. And if there's one thing that we really stand for as this church, is that we want to train, we want to empower, we want to mobilize, we want to equip you, us, together, the saints, you know, for the work of ministry. Catherine and I are your coaches we're player coach. We can also play. And then, and then, and then yeah, otherwise you're only, the only ones to play. I want to play too. You know, I can pray for people. I want to do stuff too, you know. And then we're player coach. And then we all see ourselves mature in him. Um, he, she, says, she, she continued her talk. It's sending you into the city, into the nation, into the nations. I see ministries raised up from this house and blessed to go and spread the gospel. Amen. I see a blessing on the dance school. I see creativity and a portal of creativity. I see art and dance and drama. Woo! Kathy said the other day, we want in the evening service in particular, we want to look at drama. So if any of you are into drama, we want to kind of use skits and those kind of things because it says a lot. Drama is really cool. And so... Um, that kind of stuff. And, 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 and art. I mean, look at all the, all the, all the songs that Marcus has been, has been, has been getting. And it's, been, it's amazing. I mean, there's such a creativity. There's many more in this house. You guys, when you step into this place, creativity will start pouring out of your life because it's just the Holy Spirit. I saw a cloud of glory. I see clouds of, over the ceiling. And I see at times the rain of his presence so heavy. Isn't that beautiful? The rain of his presence so heavy. 
And Christchurch will be very significant in the spirit, even globally, as people come in from different nations to the wells that are opening up here. We felt from the beginning that we, there was a well, that God was digging wells, and we were one of the wells in the city, a source, an oasis of people, that people come and drink and be satisfied. There's been pictures about a landing place of the Holy Spirit. International people and whoever comes into this place, they would land and they would distribute whatever they have to give and then they would go off again and they would inspire us and equip us for the work of ministry. Powerful. And then Rob Rufus, he came in here. Now Rob has not been here for a couple of years, but it's amazing. Come on, grace and glory. If you have never heard of Rob Rufus and you have never heard him preach, believe me, you got to come and listen to this guy. Amen. Come on, he's like a father of the house, and he's just amazing. And so he'll come for grace and glory. But he came into this place too without, he's not been here like this in, in, uh, as it is all set up. It was also a warehouse still at the same time. And he says this very powerful, all I see is fruit. I see many, many people getting saved. Now guys, we're not that big here yet. There's a lot of people to be saved out there, Amen. So we got a job to do. And I thought it's so powerful that he says that. He says, I see lots of opportunities and options to expand, to grow and to increase and take new territory. I don't see a physical building. I see a spiritual building. All I see is fruit. Isn't it amazing? That's why we do what we do. It's fruit. Even God in the beginning of time, in the beginning in Genesis, he said, be fruitful. Here it says, Genesis 1.28, and God blessed them. And he says to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Fruitfulness, increase is part of our mission. Jesus said in John 15.8, this is my Father, this is to my Father's glory, that you bear fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Isn't that wonderful? We bring glory to God when we bear fruit. Our vision is to bear fruit, all of us, to be fruitful in our lives. Now, the mission still stays the same in the sense of the overall vision of this church and any church is basically the same, isn't it? I mean, you can't go much further away from Jesus' commission. I mean, what Jesus says so is good thing to follow, isn't it? And he said something. He said the great commission, and we see this, the vision, the mission of the, is all the same, to get people saved, healed, and delivered. Sozo, the Greek word sozo, salvation. Salvation, sozo, that word means saved, healed, and delivered. And that's what we do. You are called to help get people saved, healed, and delivered. Isn't it amazing? It's wonderful. This is what Jesus says in Matthew 28. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded, and surely I will be with you till the end of of the age. Amen? Amen. Well, it's, it's a tandem preach here this morning, so I'm going to invite my lovely wife to come up and to talk. Good morning. I don't know how this is going to go because Gideon's actually written these notes. Into <laughs> so, um, I think one of the things that we we want to sort of highlight is the fact that we that um, you know there's many fellowships in the city, but there's one church, right? But the many fellowships should display the flavour that that is made up of the sum of the people, right? So our fellowship is flavoured by you, each one of you sitting here. So it's really important. We we really want to be a 
place where people can come and be part of the team and contribute their flavour because we need you in the whole taste mix. Can you say to your neighbour, you're needed in the taste mix? You're needed in the flavour mix. So we're, we're partnering with the Holy Spirit to make this vision a reality because unless, the, unless God builds a church, builds the house, the builders build in vain, right? So we want to be sensitive to what the Spirit is saying to us now for this year. Um, and, and many of us have been praying f- from the beginning of this year about what is God saying. And so we actually had um, a meeting on Wednesday night with some of the sort of kind of more prophetic bods. Um, and we just talked about, and intercessors, and we just talked about what, what are we sensing that God is saying? And there was quite, uh, quite, it was really interesting that a number of people had very similar kind of thing. Um, and this really confirmed where we felt things were going. And right from the beginning of the year, God gave me the word uh, consolidation. So we've been in the in, we've been in the building for a while, and we've sort of been going for a while. And um, there's a sense that God is wanting us to settle. Um, and the consolidation for me, I had the picture of the foundation's been built, but there is a sense of um, you know when concrete's poured, you need to let it settle. You need to let it set for it to be really firm to be able to build on top of it. And so I had the sense of consolidation preparing for launch. And Gideon had mobilization, which I guess is the launch. And a number of the people that were at the meeting on Wednesday had the word consolidate. And for me, consolidation is also a sense of getting things in order. Uh, It might be stripping things back. It might be uh, stopping some things that aren't bearing fruit and concentrating and putting time and effort into the things um, that are really important. So, because we're in our 10th year, right? Um, And the biblical meaning of number 10 is completed. And course of time or completeness in divine order. I can't read your writing, Gideon. (laughs) Number 10 is a symbol of matter and harmony. How's that? How cool is that? 10 is, an, is the symbol of matter and harmony. So some of the words that were received were consolidation, enlarging the foundation, enlarging the platform, uh, going deeper. And there is a sense for us that we're going deeper because to build high, you've got to go deeper, right? So we need uh, tall trees have very deep roots and a tall building has deep foundations. Um, so that's why God is calling us to go deep and to go deep into Him. And, and He's calling each one of us for our roots to go deep into Him. Deeply in love, deeply with His Lordship. And I saw it was a great message last week about being deeply rooted and grounded in love. Because if what we do is done out of any other motive than out of a, a heart of love and compassion, then we're kind of... We're kind of wasting our time, I think. So um, God is leading us into divine order and he's ordering our lives. He's getting our houses in order and he's consolidating. 
um, for Gideon and I actually, um, we're getting our house in order. He talked about the garden. <laughs> so um, there might be things in your life that you need to put in order. You know, sort out that thing that you've been putting off for the last two years, three years. Um, perhaps in a relationship, is there something that you need to put in order in a relationship that you've kind of been, ah, nah, I'm not going to do that. Um, don't put it off. Put it in, put, put what you can in order in your life. Um, Gideon, you know, comes up here and talks quite regularly about getting um, in order in the area of health. And so our body is our passport to life here on this planet. So if we are not actually um, looking after our body well, uh, and con looking at our health, then we don't get to stay here for very long. So we need to actually, you know, to be fit for service, to be fit for ministry, we've got to be really healthy. So um, if there's something in that area, you know, perhaps you, that you need to look at, for me, I definitely need to look at that this year, um, do it. Um, and also finances, um, try and get rid of debt because this will bring health and stability and uh, growth in all areas. So we also feel for harmony, it's, it is the year of consolidation and we're also getting lots of systems in place. So it's quite exciting. <laughs> we, we, could, we could use a wee bit of help with some of the system um, organization, but um, we're slowly trying to go through every area of the life of the church and to make sure that we've got, you know, some more robust systems in a whole bunch of areas. One of the areas is pastoral care. We've become really aware, I mean, we've known for a long time that it's, it's an area that we haven't, we haven't really facilitated that well, and uh, that's amongst all the different age groups, um, and so that's something that we want to make sure that we're looking at uh, and uh, Cyrus, Jill, and um, others will be hopefully be part of helping to establish some, some good systems, some good teams there, so we can take better care of each other. Um, and so we're also sort of made a number of changes with the staff and with the leadership, and um, yeah, just enlarging the foundation. So I think this is you, Gideon. It's you again. Your name? I know. <laughs> Circled. You can stay with me. It's nice. No. You can stay behind there. So to grow wider and higher, you got to go deeper, right? You got that? Catherine said that already, which is absolutely wonderful. Jesus building his church. Building means like it's growing and it's expanding. If the church is going down and you got fewer and fewer people, you're not really building the church. There's something wrong, right? You got to go up and you go stronger, and that's what's happening in our church. Very, very exciting. And I was looking at the at the notes um, because we missed. Did you, did, you, did you muck them up? No, I think it's fine. So, very exciting, guys. So, let's allow God to take us deeper. Amen? Come on, let's let him deeper. Deeper in his love. Deeper into humility. Deeper into character. I mean, these are hard things, right? 
These are hard things because we're so selfish. I mean, sometimes so selfish. Sometimes, again, I talked about people pain the other day. People pain is stuff that happens to us. and It's so hard sometimes. But for us to allow God to mold us and to shape us into his likeness is going to be so beautiful. Let's have unity in our place. And like Catherine says, a wonderful sense of his lordship coming under his authority. So at the same time as we are consolidating, we are also mobilizing. It's really part of the same coin. One is kind of being, the other one is doing. Jesus at the same, you be, we be like Jesus and we do like Jesus. There's these two things going on at the same time. I had this quote that I kind of made up. When we live in love and humility, we will start to walk in power and authority that we have never seen before. I'll do it again. So when we live in love and humility, and go deeper in that, we will start to walk in the power and authority that we have not seen before. Amen? I really believe this. There's a correlation there. And I'll show you the correlation as we stand right now. And we're going to read because we are following Christ, right? Well, let's follow his example right here in Philippians 2, 5 to 11. And let's say it together, strong voice. You're not, uh, you're not um, talking after me. We say it at the same time when I say go. Go. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross." Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is about every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. Lord bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. This is what God is saying to us today. The example is Jesus. We see here his beautiful attitude. We see the love. We see the humility. We see the sacrifice. But then we see the exaltation into an incredible um, authority that God gave him, the Father. I love this in the Passion Translation. It's because of that obedience, verse 9, God exalted him, Jesus, and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every need to bow in reverence isn't that beautiful and we go in his name you know but there's a correlation here that I want us to see this whole thing of consolidation and, and, and mobilization is that this attitude that Christ have we have the same attitude there's something about when we learn the attitude of humility of love of servanthood all these things it's amazing then that the authority comes and we also become bold in our authority there's a correlation here if you don't have the character, you can be bold in authority. And we see people like that. And yes, it does work because you go in his name and he honors his name. And you can see demons flee and people get healed. But the thing is, though, people get up, up themselves, right? You do it in your own strength sometimes. You become proud. You become arrogant. And you just kind of into, into this behavior thing. But it's so important, as we've been learning, that we grow, that we live deeply rooted into the love of God, deeply rooted in His Lordship, deeply rooted in the things of His garden. And then out of that, we see a mobilization and an authority come in our lives, which I believe we have not seen. We've been given all authority. But not, not many of us see it, do we, in our lives? Now let's go on a journey, even this year, to see what that would look like. Matthew 28 in the Passion, I like too. 
Verse 18, now Jesus came very close to them and said, all authority of the universe has been given to me. Now go in my authority and make disciples of all nations. Isn't that wonderful? Now, one thing that uh, is in the, in the Aramaic, one sentence has been left out except for one Greek manuscript. And it actually says in the Aramaic that also, as my father has sent me, so I send you. Well, we've seen that before, haven't we? When he sent out the, you know, the, the, the 72 and the, and, the, and the 12, two by two, he sent them out. As, you, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. As the Father has, has blessed me, as I come under his authority, then I have sent you. So we see this thing in the Gospels like this, which is absolutely wonderful and very, very powerful. So, I believe in, in uh, 2018, that there is a sense of sending. We've had a lot of teaching, a lot of learning about identity in Christ, which is wonderful and we'll still keep digging into and building the foundation of identity in Christ because everything comes out of it. But you, you can be identity, you can bigger, 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 bigger and do nothing with it, right? Are we really sensing that, that this year is, is not just consolidation, not just growing the foundation, but it's also the activation. I want to do a series on the gifts of the Spirit a bit later in the year. We want to activate the gifts that we have, activate what God has given to us so we can actually make disciples of nations, make disciples of Christchurch. Let's start there first and see a real impact in our lives. Amen? Amen? Sorry? You, are? you know, and people are ripe for it. I was at a wedding the other day. Of Bonnie's mom. And the thing is, though, it's amazing what happened because we talked to all these people and they're so open, so open to the gospel. They want us to talk to them. They're so, they have all these questions, deep questions. Everywhere people have questions. Jesus is the desire of the nations. Every person in the universe, in, in the, on the globe, on the universe, on the globe, there is a sense of God-given desire for more, for God, for, for creator, for love. And we have the answer. And so we as ambassadors, as ambassadors of his kingdom, we start to share his life and hope and bring this to people. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. So we are an army of lovers going into the world but we're all going to be involved together, okay? It's not going to be me and Catherine. I'm sorry. I can't run much, much faster. I try. I'm trying to get fit, and that's all good. But the thing is, though, I can't only do so much, you know? The thing is, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about us. We, as the body of Christ, we will go. Amen? Amen. See, because that's the cool thing about having everybody play, because actually, we're only one flavor, And to make any really tasty recipe, you've got to have a whole bunch of stuff in there for it to give a full body aroma, a full body taste experience. And so for each one of us, we contribute and we need everybody to play. So um, one of the reasons uh, that we need everybody to be involved too is, is that <clears throat> Tonight we're starting, we're launching our, our night church, right? It's, it's very exciting. It's, it's also really scary. You know, we wondered how many people would be here this morning, thinking, oh, is, are people going to come this morning or are they going to come tonight? Um, one, of, one of the things I really want to see is that both services still remain intergenerational. 
which, which, you know, I think that might be a, might be interesting to see how that goes. Um, but we've had a dream for many years and to create more space. And the reason we're doing another service is to create more space because not this morning, but generally on a Sunday morning, this place is about 90% full. And there is some, some research that says once your place is 80% full, people come in and they see from the back and they say, oh, this, that's full, there's no place for me here. So we need to create some more room in the services, but also create more entry points because uh, Sunday night uh, is an option then available for people who are doing shift work, who, you know, they might not be able to come for four weeks on a Sunday because they're, they're working, but then they can come, if they can't be here in the morning, they can come here at night. So that's, that's an exciting thing. Um, and we're going to have a whole lot, a whole bunch of more opportunities because of that. Um, some of the other things that we're seeing and launching is obviously we've seen the new website. That's uh, awesome, Matt. Well done. And uh, the other thing is uh, we're starting to live stream the 10 a.m. service. Now we already have a number of people watching from all over the all over the world actually, um, watching from different places around the world from different time zones. So that's that's great opportunity to be able to open that up. And um, the other thing that when we were meeting on Wednesday night was um, it's very important for us to keep a goal ahead of us. As I was praying at the beginning of the year, and I, I, I want to, uh, you know, we have to be about souls. You know, if we're just about creating a place that's comfortable for us, we haven't got the point. So we have to be hungry for souls. And last year when I was praying, I felt God gave me a target of 50 salvations. That's the beginning of last year. And, you know, we met that. So, yeah, we, we don't, yeah. So this, this year I thought, okay, reasonable, reasonable, goal would be 70, wouldn't it? You know, if we think with our carnal mind, yeah, no, that's, that's going to be a reasonable thing. And so I was talking to the Lord about it, and I said, oh, 70 is a good number. Yes, he said to me. <laughs> Plus 100. <laughs> I'm not, I, I said, I, I mm, really? <laughs> so I'm having this kind of banter. Um, with God, really, 170, that's a lot of salvations. And I was so challenged in myself, what, what do I actually have faith for? What do we have faith for? Because, you know, like, the thing is, if you aim at nothing, that's what you get, right? And so if we've got some kind of a goal, then it's going to make us, it's going to bring to the fore of our consciousness, ooh, our goal, where are we at? I mean, somebody's already told me that we're, we're, down to 167 or something like that, um, just in the, in the, in the, since the beginning of the year. So, so that's, that's good, but we've got a long way to go. And if, if all of us are conscious of the fact, look, the goal is 170, how, how does that um, change how we interact with people that we meet? You know, because I think that we need to become a lot more intentional about bringing people, because people aren't going to get saved in the church if all the work hasn't happened already out there. 
So that's our job, all of us, is to be sharing the gospel with people. Um, when I was praying about this uh, service, God actually gave me, because um, I, I kind of work for a little bit more visually, I have to see things. And I also need to know why, because that's how my brain works. And so the Lord gave me four lines. And the one is, He calls. He calls. So He calls each one of us. He's called us by name. You know, he went, when He was talking and walking in the, uh, He called the, the, you know, fishes of men. He says, Come, come follow me. So He's called each one of us. And each one of us have been called at some point, whether we've responded to that, the call is there. And then he counsels us. Number two, he counsels us. And he says to us, you are my child. You are wonderful. And uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, place in you my Holy Spirit. And, you know, all the things in your life, we're going to bring them into alignment. So he counsels us. The Holy Spirit counsels us. And then he commissions us. That's number three. He commissions us. The, the commission is, is that he he's a, is the, the empowering. So he's putting into our lives the things that are going to empower us and equip us. And it's a sending. It's a mandate. And then the final one is he commands us. He commands us to go. So he calls. He counsels. He commissions. And then he commands us to go. Uh, so each one of us here are somewhere in that mix. Gideon. Isn't it exciting? 170. Actually, last, last year she said 50. We actually had 70. So when she said 170, I said, oh, I'll be 200 at least. You know, because you have two services now. 100 in one, 100 in the other. See, that brings this one only down to 100. I mean, all of us do one, we're there. What? How many are you going to do this year? We're going to do a thing very soon about this whole thing. We're going to help you to do this. Now, we, like I said before, we have some growth stats quickly and then we're done. Um, uh, one is about uh, our growth from last year. was about, uh, I think, about 15%. So you see a growth goal uh, to 227 on a Sunday. It's only Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Oh, it's on the back already. I didn't see that. Uh, Sunday morning. So this is only Sunday morning. This is not young adults and this is not youth. Okay? So we have a lot more people. In this church, we'll be between three and 400 people now. Um, but this is what we saw the growth of. But look at this whole thing of the, the money side of things. Look at this. It's a bit blurry. Can you see it? Sorry. But it's 33%. 33%. Growth in this past year. 33. What does that mean? That would give a lot of money. It's amazing, isn't it? And we thank you for your generosity. I mean, we have been teaching on it to see, come on, guys, let's trust God. Also with the money, which is the hardest one to do, isn't it? Your wallet, you know? You like to so control your own wallet, don't you? And just letting go is not that easy. But you have started to invest. And because of that, we are able to grow. Because without money, we can't do much. And so thank you for being faithful stewards with the money that God has been given to you. And so we can grow into new staff and we can do stuff and a new service and all stuff. Did you know, by the way, live streaming, I was talking to a church in Auckland. They got 1,500 people in their live stream church. 
all over the world. They, they, they've got pastors, paid pastors to counsel them on the phone. And by FaceTime, Facebook and FaceTime, and you know, it's amazing, isn't it? Come on, it's a whole, 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 whole market, if you like, for online, because people are, so, I know one guy, he is in uh, Australia, he can't come, his wife is not a Christian, and she won't let him go to church. He says, the only thing I can do is watch online. I want to be part of your church. Can I be, please be part of your church? And he's probably watching right now. Hi, brother. Um, so that's wonderful, listen, there's a whole world out there. So not only an evening service, but also have the cyber service, you know, of people who are connecting to us. Isn't that wonderful? Now, a few more things, and then we're done. One is we're starting a kingdom business group for, for business people. I know there's a lot of business people in our church, and we want to empower them, encourage them. We get some of the top speakers in this nation who are just people, just amazing businesses who will come, inspire us, help us, connecting. We're also starting a business directory, and so Jason is helping me with that. So we're starting a business directory. So many people in our church who've got so many gifts, builders, painters, whatever. And the thing is, sometimes people go to outside somewhere, and you pay probably more anyway. So I think, hey, we can do a business directory in our church, the Harmony Church directory, and so we can actually offer our services, and we can help each other, support one another. I think it's absolutely wonderful. So we're working on that right now. Now that we'll be more connecting this year, there'll be more life groups, there'll be more connect groups. We're having a church camp at the end of the year. Come on, everybody excited about that? Catherine's doing a church camp. And so it's just, uh, a few years ago, it was just amazing throughout the year. And so we, uh, we're developing section pastors. You know what that is? That this is like six sessions here, one, two, three, four, five, six. So pastors will be in the sections. People like you, not, not some special people we employ, it's like one of you, will be looking after the people who are coming, visiting into your sections. Have a connect corner just to make sure that we pass the people well in every way. We're going to launch a new cafe. There's a name chosen. We're not going to say yet. It's going to be revealed very soon. A new cafe in the back. It's going to be amazing. Janelle, all this team are working on that. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Now, you saw the interns already. Also amazing. A few more things. One is conferences and seminars. Now, one of the things that we do, of course, Grace and Glory, you heard about already. Another one we're doing is very exciting. It's called Reach. It's connecting people to Christ. It is an event Evangelism seminar we're doing in May. I'm very excited about this. Uh, it's a guy from Randy Clark Ministries. He travels the world. He's seen thousands come uh, to Christ in his own way, but not in mass rallies, but you and me sharing the gospel in our workplace. He wants to empower us and help us. How do you do that? What do you do when it's awkward? You know, we don't want to knock on people's doors. Scary, you know? How do we do this? And he's had a lot of success in helping us. So he's going to come in May. So we're very grateful for, for that one. And of course, we're going to grow our local ministry and the overseas ministries. I think it's something like Vanuatu. Vanuatu will come, ministry in Vanuatu. Some of our people are doing uh, prison ministry. People are doing in this church. Actually, quite a number of you are doing that. And we want to even bring teams into both Vanuatu and the prisons. And those uh, branch out. This is growing all the time. It's branching out. So there's all this stuff happening. Men's ministries, you know, we've got the brekkie. We've got all kinds of fun things happening. We're females. I don't know if you're doing a conference or whatever you're doing this year. Something for the females. We are in a great church. Now let's stand together. Let's stand together. Stand together because God is doing an amazing time. Now, today, uh, I, I, we don't want to have like an, an altar call type thing. Go, we could do it and say, Lord, put you first, and we should do it anyway. But we really felt just to celebrate, just to celebrate His goodness. This year, as we see consolidation and mobilization, as we see us coming deeper into the life of God in our personal lives, to be activated, so to be uh, to be uh, to go deeper in, in our character and those kind of things, divine order coming into our life and the activation, walking in authority and all those things. Those two things is going to be so powerful in our lives, 
And I'm very excited about it. And I hope that you are very excited about it. Are you? Yes. Amen. Come on. Now, uh, but tonight, come tonight again. I think, so it's going to be very exciting. A different band. Same people preaching. But different band. And so come tonight. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And um, wow, isn't it amazing? I can't believe we're doing this thing tonight. And Father, we thank you. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in our church. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. And Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory for everything that you are doing and about to do. Lord, we allow you to consolidate our lives. Father, we want to have divine order come into our lives as we grow from glory to glory. Thank you, Lord, that you're working on us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you love us enough to take away the things that trip us up, Lord, that you help us to grow, to go deeper into your love into your lordship and everything that we want to grow this year but also i thank you jesus for the commission you've given us thank you lord for that vision to make disciples of all nations lord we want to go fishing lord we want to go get disciples and catch some fish lord and get people saved and inspired and delivered. Lord, yesterday I heard about another failure of marriage close to our family. It's actually family. And it's a, Lord, we don't want this anymore. We don't want families to break down, Lord. We want to give them tools of how they can, how Christ is the answer. That he can change people's lives. That he can change addictions. He can change and set us free, Lord. We want to bless your name. And today, Lord, we ask you to activate us for this day. Mobilize us in every way. Open our eyes to the harvest that you have for us. Open our eyes again, Lord to the harvest that you have for us. Lord, you say that there's a harvest, but the laborers are few. May not in this church, may we never say the laborers are few because we all are on board. Lord, we are all all blacks. We are all in the team. We've all been commissioned and being trained and we will play the game, Lord. And we will go out and see people want for you in Jesus' name.